Melbourne, 1991. The time continuum has ripped. A different reality unfolds. The gastro pandemic breaks out. Breaks out. Food shortages. Recession. Recession. A hero emerges from the city of Box Hill. Box Hill. With his own news channel. He starts broadcasting from the nocturnal village, village, delivering late night news, ranting, raving and reveling in his version of events, a show made for madmen, containing all the answers, salt manian news. Take from the top, one, two, three, four. Oh, all right. Are, we, are the cameras rolling? Is it rolling? All right. Here we go. Hello this evening and welcome to the Salt Mania News. It's May 31st, 1991 in Melbourne, Australia. War, recession, pandemic, plastic heroes, the assassination of Joan Kerner, Angry Anderson being appointed by the Deputy Transport Minister to drive his Batmobile and Rolf Harris being beaten to death by starving heroinized bogans. What a heresy. What a hell shocker of a year it's been. When will it ever end? Hopefully in 1992. As you know, the major television stations were shut down because of the pandemic as studios were firebombed by straying gnomes and unemployed revolutionaries. Because there's almost no live television in Melbourne, I've been paid by the city of Box Hill to bring you this essential service coming to you from the illustrious and mouldy studios of the nocturnal village We'll give you a tantalising combo of news, good TV ads, music, and the bulkous D-grade films our video dungeons have to offer. We've been approved by the local and newly appointed Eastern Suburbs hash-influenced Channel 51. This can only get it if you point your antenna towards the tower next to the water tower in Surrey Hills, or the brickworks. It can't really be found on the idiot box outside the city of Box Hill, so it's local as all hell and cool as a cool nut jamboree gym bob. So wake up, roll up your joints, roll up your sleeping bags and recognise me this message of madness. I'm telling you the truth. I'm dropping a truth bomb through the looking glass carpet bombing willing suburban victims in canned shower cans of news telling nuances. You lot, you better respect me or you, you can respect me or get ruined on a barbecue of human flesh made of your own amputated arms. You got me? Look, I've got an Amstrad keyboard set up by the inventor which is helping me with my auto cue, so please bear with me as I manoeuvre my way through this like Squizzy Taylor 
dodging bullets at his imminent Barclays Street deathbed execution. I woke up on the wrong side of bed today because I'm more frustrated than an electrocuted, non-electric eel. But that's the way Anzac biscuits crumble, so into a million pieces I go and I'll be eaten up by the desperate mind maggot of the shoulders of the Chuka stucking bomber magpies. I've got my teleprompter, but it's about as reliable as a broken Soviet computer machine, so be patient, roll up your smokes, uh, and just sit back and relax. Some of you are probably wondering who the hell I am, and where the blistering barnacle bill I live. Well, my name's Saltman, uh, my full name, Reginald Labrador Wilkins. My other names, Tui's Winnie's Blues, uh, Fisherman Ben Winner, part-time paratrooper, king of the sewers, sticky insect Tilly Bomb, the real copper Ningbat, Mitre 10,000, the Dima Chaser, XD Falcon Fan Bomb, Chestnut Trinkle Tinker, the Wrinkled Echidna, Victor Charlie, Scum on Top, Grenade Eater, Doll Crimper, 40 Foot Tat Knight, Nam Hui Sangong, Bruno Manchinian, or a whole bunch of others. Too many to name, really, depending on the day and the year and that. Year and that. Um, um, but I'm a suburban hunter and gatherer uh, who roams the street, keeping an eye on things, you know, trying to prevent crime and filth and that. Uh, well, and at the same time, and often making things worse, you know, you know what's like. I run, I run my own freelance pro bono security company. Oh, I run a couple of import slash export businesses. What else? Oh, I'm a bit of a fixer. Bit of, you know, fix any problem brought to me in there and that. Usually with a little bit of know-how, a little bit of light-hearted violence and that's just how you do it. Um, oh, so you're probably wondering where I live. Well, without giving away exact details, I'm on a dwelling of a bit of a vast array of abandoned suburban blocks out Box Hill Northway. Uh, you once, you know, you, you you probably had 20 large suburban blocks were situated. You know, a yuppie housing project fell through thanks to the recession and uh, the rabbit pandemic. And we had to that we had to have it was the pandemic that we had to have. Yeah, um, on a uh, it was on a once abandoned suburban tundra, and it, now it's just my army of misfits and suburban warriors who. We maintain a simple and wasted existence. Yeah, you know, just drinking, drinking beers, drinking, putting the doll to good use. You know, and we're so we're the stewards of these sprawled out houses. So you got you know sheds, houses, lean-tos, big nice large canopy of trees to cool our minds and hide from the cop choppers and that. Um, yeah, it's a massive homeless estate, really, and it's known as the Nocturnal Village. So, look, don't come unless you're invited. Trespassers will be shot there and that, uh, metaphorically, then given a non awarding ale. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what, I mean. Um, what about my car? Good question. Glad you asked. Look, in cases, my car's named Skeletor. Skeletor. Um, in case you see an ex ambulance with missing panels, you know, rocking around the east with a uh, heavy metal blaring. That's me. So I'm, I'm in my, it's a 1971 F100X ambulance. Uh, I've repurposed it to save lives, hunt villains and blunder into success. It's pretty much the name of the game. So uh, it's probably 
you know, it's probably the most magnificent beast on the road and that. So, yeah, make sure you get out of my way because I, I don't stop for nothing. I don't even stop for my own dead body. body. Um, 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 ah, shit. Check, check this out, boys. Ninja repellent. In case Kevin Hawthorne and his bunch of wannabes try to attack you with their bloody pathetic disabled roundhouses, just spray, just spray a bit of this in their direction and they'll be coughing and running home to mum faster than you can say shit's creek. Um, now, quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, Wobby's World in Forest Hill. Get there, have some fun with your family, chuck your family in the boot, get them down there, get them pissed. Alcohol and picnic baskets allowed. Sarcasm or rhetorical t-shirts prohibited. Uh, we've also another sponsor is Chuck D's S1W Community Healing Centre in Laburnum. Most of my heroes don't appear on no stamps. Uh, sample or look back if you look and find nothing but rednecks for oh, about 400 years. If you check, special thanks to the Oz Turk Professor Griff who now does breakdancing and outreach along with generalised violence and revenge arson and that. Linda Jane Hair Destruction in Dunlow Avenue. Throw a brick through our windows any time is their tagline. So get down there and do that. Get your favourite, um, you know, borrow brick and uh, give, it a, give it a toss through the window there. Uh, Montalvo Food Plus, another proud sponsor. Microwave chicken subs for $2.00. Um, Cans of Coca-Cola soft drink soda pop also available. And last but not least, Surrey Hills Tram Terminus News Agent. Great magazines, great customer service, and iced tea cassettes coming out the Bras Wazoo more than you can poke your mind at. Now before we get to the dog meat in the sandwich, here's tonight's entertainment on Channel 51. Late night movies will include Samurai Cop, Coot Island, The Reckoning. Some, oh, what's this, uh, some foreign rubbish, which is ironically the most superior in every way possible, because it usually includes some, you know, disheveled middle-aged Baltic man meandering through a rusty village or whatever, excessively drinking wine and solving modern day issues, like me working out, like me working out whether Jankel should be wearing nappies or carrying nunchucks made of rubber hand grenades. Alright, time to build some skills and pay some bills over to Channel 51 Ads. Our city, with its special landmarks, its certain signs, the Melbourne we love. It's lively, it's vibrant, and it's growing fast. We've got a new dynamism, and at the heart of this dynamic growth is Melbourne Central, a commercial and retail complex so ambitious, so dynamic, it will change the Melbourne experience forever. Bye, Pofranco Cotso. Megalo, 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 Sepulibas, Pofranco Cotso. Traveseria, Crematocameras, Cameras, Salonia, Caricles, Apoto, Franco Cotso. It's action night at the new hand you drive in this Sunday, September 30th. Five movies on the same show, all rated R and strictly for persons under two and over 18. See Let's Play 6, Owl's Angels on Wheels, Death Weekend. 
Welcome back, Connor. Welcome back, Snot Rots. Well, we've got a quick movie review this week. And I'll tell you what, this one's an absolute sizzler. Like a restaurant, it sizzles crap out of you or everything. I'll go as far as to say this 90 minutes of VHS gold that you'll never find anywhere but Home Show Video on Box Hill. No lie to you, anything. Well, that was until I stole this cop copy. Cop copy. Sorry, Nick. It's called... Kung Fu Cook. Some of the scenes in this are reminiscent of my visits to Wonton King in Box Hill. Lots of good Chinese recipes and an omelette, old-fashioned violence. When you watch this, make sure, as you're watching through it, uh, make sure you've got a nail in one hand, some chopsticks on the other, and your face ready to, ready to laugh and headbutt the screen. I gave this video 2.5 stars out of 3.7. Delicious dynamite. Alright, so that segment's done and dusted. Oh shit, phone's ringing. Yep. What? What's going on? Who's this? Oh, hi, mate. Yeah. Now I'm on community television. Yeah, good, thanks. What? Now I'm, I'm not getting... I'm not getting vaccinated, mum. No, I don't need it because I have natural immunity, all right? I don't get the government inject um, my drugs and that. That's up to Fuzzburn when he's not in the sin bin. Jenkel, he couldn't inject me with his little monkey hands. I'm not going to train Jenkel to inject drugs, mum. Hang on. Oh, you reek it, mum. You've given me some amazing ideas, yeah. <laughs> now, between... Between that, cleaning our rodent microwave and popping our pimples, it's, it's going to come in real handy. Yeah, thanks, Mum. I've got to go. Yeah, yeah, send some Mantec bickies and jars of placenta. Yeah, bye, Mum. See you. See you. See you. Sorry about that, folks. Now, just give me a sec. Idea for, a, idea for a new cassette series. A chef at Wanton King in Boxing is cooking up a midnight noodle treat and a jar of mystical ancient Hong Kong remedy accidentally chips into the ingredients. Minutes later, a female gentle bursts out of the wok wearing lipstick, a Desmond tutu wig and string hair trousers, denouncing delousing practices by local doctors and primary schools. Oh yeah, and this will eventually eventuate in a roadshow of local primary schools by tackling the prejudices against lice by having light-hearted skit where she gentle eats lice and rubs them into its paper mache nappy helmet. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. The macabre presentation will be met by stunned children and education bureaucrats alike. Alright, yep. So, ladies and gents, before we move in and, and before I forget, just a quick shout out to Francis E. Deck for his ongoing inspiration and love 
towards the station and his beautiful literature. Here's a line from one of his poems. Deadly poison, nerve gas smoke was sprayed at me from cigars, cigarettes and even ballpoint pens, also from the wig of a woman sitting next to me. Even the Swiss cheese type ice cubes were evaporating into poison nerve gas smoke in all of the free drinks. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Makes me feel nostalgic and warm. Yeah. For those who've been living under a rock, a hard rock dump, as I was saying, this alternative news channel has been created due to the dog bat pandemic, which is, oh, it's ripped through our already treacherous world, hasn't it, the dog bat pandemic? Here's a quick pistol whip crack shot summary of what's been happening in the last month, six months, all right, in 1991. A lot's been going on when you when you look through this list. All right, so we've got dog, dog bat gastro pandemic that's hit. I mean, you all know it's hit hard, especially in our ass bums. Um, there aren't any clear guidelines guidelines from the Office of Public Health so far. Um, no end in sight, no hope. Just wash your hands, don't share food, and suck it up, losers. Um, Victoria suffered the most out of all states and with state-enforced lockdowns and ridiculous rules which only nerds and sober skegs followed. Furthermore, the Soviet Union and Yugoslavia were on the brink of collapse but have catapulted to megastrophic levels of world domination and successfully invaded and took over useless Alaska Soviet troops helped bail out the Baltic bastards when Tito's land was on the brink of splitting into pieces. Just a caveat, I've got time for Russians and there's nothing like sitting down and having a vodka with any yarn with a Rusky. But I'll tell you what, the KGB and their Soviet masters can chuch a massive jagged warhead up their dirty asses for all I care. Canada is now the last line of defence against the Red Pigs, with McNamara's leading a guerrilla army against Ivan. Ivan. Anchorage has a, has a massive Lenin statue made out of beer cans and cooked Soviet feces, much like Listerfield Tavern after a cholera outbreak. Paul Keating was assassinated in front of the Rialto, providing the federal government to allow a wildcard vote, which strangely allowed the King Yobbo Mark Jacko Jackson to PM of this pathetic desert island. Gary Sweet was caught red-handed murdering wombats but then awarded an Iron Cross for bravery. Strange but totally real and not at all sinister. Unemployed Aussie battlers used by the Commonwealth Government to build fortified bunkers right down each coast and rebuilding all closed train lines as petrol prices skyrocketed up to sweet bloody hell. Television stations crumbling under pressure of this crisis, outsourcing their information sharing to small local council stations providing grants to people like yours truly to broadcast the truth and other pieces of super useful information. Apparently a new vaccine is being attempted to stop this insipid virus, so some Norwegian science nerd hunks have built a vaccine which has been tested on rats, Scottish people, 
and uh, ballet dancers. The early results are fairly promising, so I'm making a grand gesture, and I'm buying 500 vials of this new vaccine to test on the population of the nocturnal village. That's right, we are the government's guinea pigs. We will once again test drive drugs like we do every weekend anyway. So tell us where to sign up and I'll be there with my bong and my bourbon. bourbon. Spoiler, alert, Spoiler alert, this is just this a cover for us to sneak in some drugs from Essendon Airport which has been floated under the cover of darkness and lies. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's um, let's, um, let's, uh, let's test out this Norwegian vaccine, also known as Bolivian breakfast. I'm never going to take this vaccine because I'm now immune. And it's the government's way of tracking our thoughts and getting control out of me, particularly me. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry for the little break there. I just had to have a little bourbon bong. Um... Uh, for the sound guys, could you turn up the sound just a little bit, please? Just uh, a little touch. Yep. That, yeah, that'll do it. That's a bloody... You blokes, you sound engineers, I'll tell you what. You have just turned the volume up to the perfect volume. You've reached the, the absolute Goldilocks perfect volume. What a great job you've done. All right. Now, to be completely honest, viewers, the pandemic really hasn't affected the nocturnal village. The place where I live, uh, too hard, it hasn't hit us that hard at all, to be honest. I would actually call it an opportunity, to be honest, because we are always pretty much sealed off from the world anyway, with our sprawling, you know, the vacant blocks you've got here peppered with a few ba abandoned houses. You've got your caravans of courage, uh, referred to as the caravans of carnage, um, by Rabbit the Hate Yabby. Yeah, we just hang out like real men in that, in our little suburban oasis with the outside world in chaos. Now, we create our own chaos in here and games each night fueled by alcohol, the will to live, gold handshakes, you know, torture and whatnot. So we're going to cross now to the self-made nocturnal village virologist, uh, Peter Paradox, although he uh, got his degree from the burnt down JD Stove Center. He definitely knows his drugs and uh, sickness inside out. So he'll provide us with some insight into the origins of the virus and what the hell it is. Hello, salt man. Mr. Peter Penny Paradox here, standing in the nocturnal village lower paddock. It also doubles as a great basin for rainfall and an open latrine slash illegal dog burial park. Anyway, I digress like a Sylvanian water's sea monster. So where did the virus begin? What is the dog bat forest? What are the symptoms? And who hasn't gotten it yet? I'm going to smoke a few cones and get some answers for yourselves and your wonderful minds.
episodes claimed by specialists and boring bureaucratic idiots alike that this gastroenteritis virus originated in the overflowing latrines of southern Yugoslavia. Fortunately, the outbreak quashed the short and bloody conflict in the Balkan region. Now, Croats, Serbs, Bozis, Mazos, Slovenes, and Herzo rental drivers can shake hands, eat pickled hernias, and scull endless bottles of Belgrade Polikovac. So we all know that this brief and stupendous conflict commenced this horrible global gastro pandemic, causing toilet paper manufacturers, plumbers, and sewer dwellers alike to scurry into a money-grabbing frenzy to cash down on these exponential rivers of internal waste. As Australia continues to be cut off from this dismal dog bat pandemic, the Keating government has worked hard to provide more toilets and sanitising products and recreational activities to combat this brown-coloured tragedy. Victoria appears to be the worst hit, with our fine Premier, Lady Joe Kerner, tragically succumbing to the lethal dogbat virus. The Victorian government then provided the opposition leader a crack at leadership with his laughable and unfortunately topical name, Alan Brown. <laughs> Within a week, he had to withdraw from the position after contracting the dogbat virus and suffering life-altering and brain-damaging diarrhoea. Then came the ruthless and relentless jokes, name-calling and harassment from Melbourne newspapers. Alright. The most memorable included Premier Brown to turn brown. Premier Brown has his brown premiere. Premier Alan Brown trots to success, then trots to the eternal crapper. Joan Kerner dead. Boom! Melbourne turns brown. Alan Brown heads off to the toilet, then buggery camp for retards. Premier Brown. King of the Pooh Men. Alan Brown Rain turns to Brown Rain. The only silver lining in this cloud of poo is that the ruthless and sadistic libs talisman, Jeff Jeff Kennett, has risen to the occasion and become a one-off assistant premier. He is truly our state's only hope at surviving this hopeless and dire pandemic. Ellen Brown shirt will appear on paper as our leader, but we all know where the real power lies, and it's not between his eyes. <coughs> Assistant Premier Powerhouse Kennett has provided Vicks with a new series of state-sponsored Armitage Shanks dunnies. 
which not only self-cleaned with a cloud of Glen 20, but flushed with an industrial strength system, sucking poisonous discharge to the new second sewer of Melbourne, which runs justifiably and laughably off into the outskirts of Werribee, Carayo and Norlane. Reports have come out of the White Horse leader that certain individuals have seemed to build up an ironclad immunity against dog bat. According to scientists and gastrologists, there are a number of traits which appear to build immunity. These include a lifelong disregard for basic hygiene, including not using soap nor washing, washing clothes, eating local and protected species such as possums, quolls, Indian miners, chicken twisties, and numerous other unknown expired marsupials, eating expired food products, particularly kangaroo sausages and green potatoes, usually reserved for potato shaming Irish people. Individuals who live on large blocks in dilapidated houses with an open sewer system. People who reclose to heavy metal, hard rock, prog rock, punk, Oz rock, Richard Clapton, 70s only, and regularly head back to music. Even though a vaccine is in production, researchers are carefully studying these strange success cases to work out how they tick and what behaviours lead to this scientific marvel of avoiding the virus. As local residents struggle with long-term dog bat gastro, we enter the deep dark winter of Melbourne. 1991, with 20% of the population chucking sickies. Let's hope that this in this torturous season, our stomachs stay strong, we keep our hands clean, our toilets hold out, and camera can come up with the elusive vaccine to stop this plan right. Back to you, original salt man! Start learning about it, you'll find that it's a whole lot of fun, besides being a necessary skill for the future. And the Sega home computer will really get you going. Don't miss the Christmas savings at Copperart right now. Telephone tables, just $99. And hurricane lamps, they'll cause a storm at $7.95. There's hundreds of Christmas bargains for everyone at Copperart now. Ho, ho, ho. Now, I've also had a couple of uh, updates while Mr. Paddy Panamax was talking. Roy from the expired Meatpackers Union in Box Hill East has just sent me a fax to say that a truck has crashed into the pillar holding up the bridge under Laburnum Station. Reports are that the driver, Mr. Rolf Chadworth of Bayswater, sustained no injuries, but strangely the crash cured his fear of shadows and being able to see in the dark. 
If you are one of the lucky few to have fuel in your gas guzzler, please take Millbarra Road Bypass or just take the newly made roadway bulldoze through Box Hill Cemetery. Just make sure that you avoid the empty coffins which tend to stack up near the cannibalism tent. That wraps up set up for tonight's episode of the Saltman News Program. Next up we'll cross over to the Box Hill Institute's cooking show, Culinary Chaos with Matthew Chow. Stay tuned after that for the latest and greatest in Channel 51 online action and horror films. You will also see some Soviet public service announcements in English, giving guidance in using the toilet and washing your play-covered hands for the micro-demons. Adios amigos, let's stay safe and wash your backside, hands and peeny-weenies, especially after gutting a possum. See you next week on the Idiot Box, or the Video Box as we like to call it around here. Life is all shut up, it's built weed picks.